amazing wife down on the right hand side and you got susan hey. over there as well <laughs> um so yeah we're pretty much uh bugging susan about her creative process and <clears throat> how she gets into her creative process and how she actually came up we did a photo shoot just some background we did some did a photo shoot today um she approached Soph. Soph approached mm. me so Sue's the head makeup artist. We've got some amazing shots with an amazing model called Steph. Jump in there, Sue. We Steph, did, yeah. Steph, Steph, Steph Potter. Steph Potter. Steph Potter. <clears throat> and Soph was on hair. So she did the hair of it. I think it was pretty good. We yeah, rocked it, it pretty hard. Um, and, yeah, so the guys, Sue's just going to talk about how she got into a creative process mm. straight after uh, her after tea. After <laughs> And, um what made her come up with this type of idea and what makes you continue mm. to be creative? Yeah, well, um, my first steps, I'd say, would be to check out Steph's style. So I want to make sure that Steph is comfortable because we're collabing. Um, so I looked at her photos, her imagery, what she likes, what her style was, um, and then just combine that with something that I'd like to have in my portfolio to share with other creatives as well. Yeah. So um, maybe it took me about, I don't know, about 10 minutes to create everything, but I really just like to have an idea and then wing it on the day. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of my yes. style. Yeah. I like to be true to myself as well and not overdo it or else I'll psych myself out. Yeah. Most How about definitely. you, Soph? Well, I'm very different to Susan. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the three million mood boards she got from me. Yeah. <laughs> Which was awesome. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm the, I'm the same as um, Susan. I just wanted to just see what Steph's style was because there's no point in creating a board or creating a style, whether it's hair or makeup, um, which is like so left field to the model style. Um, and Steph had a very like – easygoing, casual kind of vibe. Um, and the hair that I put down as my reference was very like 70s, very casual, like free-flowing. Mm. Um, and that's what worked with with her at the end of the day. Mm. Um, yeah, and I think it worked really well with the the makeup too. Yeah. And I, I wanted to know, first of all, what Susan was going to design mm. for makeup because it just allows me to kind of style what I wanted with hair because, again, it's yeah. very left field, if that makes sense. Like if, if you're doing like a smoky eye and then I'm doing like beach waves, like it just doesn't mix sometimes. Yeah. You've just got to make you know, sure that the yeah. ideas collaborate. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> so that was my – that was the creative process for me. Yeah, Amazing. but I was work. I wanted to work with Susan and the, and the style that she was going for as well. Yeah, that's definitely. That's yeah. So for yeah. myself, I, I was obviously the photographer yeah. on it, and um, yeah, I, I honestly I was winging it the whole time. Um, my wife pretty much goes, "You take photos in water. You can take photos of people. You take photos of marine life. You take photos of people." So mm -hmm. I was pretty much just winging it that way on. Um, just going, okay, well, I know how to frame something. I know how to get that frame properly. Um, I knew Steph's skill, well, I knew of Steph's skill set of being a represented model, um, and I knew that she could actually uh, produce some good work. I, uh, obviously, you do the stalking on Instagram, you do the stalking on Facebook, <laughs> and you go, yeah, she can, she can move, she can move. So 
I, I was pretty confident with that. And then as soon as we started rolling off the photos, you just kept on moving, changing positions. I think that's a real key for mm. a photographer and model to be able to chop and change in those positions, yeah. to be able to produce that type of work, move the face, open the mouth, look in down mm. the lens, look away from the lens, chin up, chin down, shoulder up, shoulder down, turn the body, all those types of situations. Yeah. I really think that's key for these types of, um, I guess, up and coming models um, for that style of things. Um, also for you as a creative, what, what keeps you driving, Suze, to mm. want to produce work? What keeps keeps you, I guess, motivated. just yeah, motivated? Yeah, to, because it can get quite boring, and you can definitely work with some painful photographers, which make you go, first off, I don't want to work with them. Yeah, and secondly, I'm sick of this shit. Yeah, <laughs> straight out because he was very painful, and now I have to go back, and I feel like a, I feel like crap. Yeah, mm. because this guy's just talked down to me, or. Or you've just had some clients that have just it's been... It's not a good experience. Yeah, it's yeah. not a good experience. So what keeps you motivated in and out of all that? I think it's important to separate work as well as pleasure. Like you know mm -hmm. that you're working mm -hmm. for a client mm -hmm. and so you're in there doing what the client wants and what the client needs. So, um, you know, if they'll allow you to be creative, that's amazing. Um, but sometimes you're just kind of working with them and really um, putting their vision first. So that's where then you kind of can gather a team like us and then really yeah. do what you want and like be creative and then um, come up with ideas and bounce off each other. And I think that's how you keep it fun and fresh by doing what you want, but also, you know, uh, doing paid work yeah. with someone else. So what's, what's for you, what's the difference between, I guess, paid work and fun work? I, I believe that yeah. they're the same thing, to be mm. honest with you. I mean, they could definitely be. Yes, definitely. I think that um, once you find someone that you always want to work with that kind of lets you be free and let, if you're lucky enough, <laughs> that lets you kind of uh, be your own creative uh, mind, then it becomes completely not a job. It yeah. becomes mm -hmm. like your hobby is your job. Yeah, yeah. and I think that... Um, what I love, what keeps me motivated to create new looks and styles is other makeup artists. Yeah. So there's so many uh, in the States that I love, in Australia that I love. I just love taking like classes and lessons from them. That keeps me creative for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. How about so, you, Sophie? Yeah, I agree. I think for me it's very, I don't know, like it's very different for me. Like I like draw inspiration from what's going on out there. And awesome. yeah, I think, yeah, I'm just a bit whack like that. Like you know, with coronavirus and what's going on at the moment, like I, I want to do a shoot, you know, that's, you know, based off like the mask and things like that and doing a makeup look off that, which is so whack and so out there. But I think that's where a lot of people draw inspiration from their own experiences, <clears throat> whether good or bad. And yeah. that's where I draw my experiences from really. Like, you know, it's very, what's the word? Like it's very self-expressive at the end of the day. And I, I think mm. a lot of artists, they're just like slap stuff on or style something and, you know, they're like that's a look. But what what kind of draws me to other people especially is the self-expression. Like I, I could sit there and look at somebody that did like a very clean beauty look but then the caption could be something so deep. Mm. And I, I could look at that and go, oh, wow, like I wouldn't have thought that's what you were thinking when you created that. Wow. It's just story tied it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just so whack of me. But, 
Yeah, I, I, I know. Do you feel do you feel that way? Yeah. Like when you see a caption and you're like, far out, that's just so deep. Definitely. So deep. It makes it relatable. Like yeah. you can there, you're right there with them when they created that and then executed the look. Yeah. yeah. It's epic. Yeah, it's nuts. Um, but also when you asked if like how I differ from paid to um free work, I think I'm like you, Suze. Like I mm. think you know, if you're around, surrounded by like a group of really good people, like mm. you don't consider it as, you know, work or, yeah, exactly. You're just like flowing. Um, and I can think of like one photographer, especially that I've worked with for eight years now and we still shoot free, like free together and wow. he produces like great photos. But I know that any time that I'll shoot with him, it's like just a lot of fun and, the contents there and mm. yeah you're enjoying yeah exactly your, your creative self yeah exactly Epic. i think that's what the difference is there yeah mm. but what i wanted to ask you rob was mm. you said you were doing like marine life and then working out of you know doing like portraits and things like that yeah what is the difference because obviously you're shooting a human and then there's an animal but then they would be the same kind of thing. You just don't go, like, can you just stand there and pose? Unpredictable, I guess. Yeah. That one's unpredictable. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Um, just give me one sec. I just want to do a couple of little adjustments because Rob's being annually painful. <laughs> um, I think the difference for me is I am, hello, I am lucky enough that animals, not lucky, I don't think luck is with it, but animals, they don't move. They have their own, obviously, their own set mm. standing. And in marine life, it's actually um, quite difficult because they will just stay there and they won't move at all. Yeah. And they're just like stand still. And it's just like, guys, if you just moved one centimetre back <laughs> or forward or something across those lines, I would get the most epic shot possible. Yeah. And you're just like... Why me? Why? So you <laughs> like, I guess when I do underwater marine life, I'm scuba diving, so I have very limited amount of time mm -hmm. underwater. Um, okay, so the difference between portrait, one of them's a human, thankfully enough, and they um, <laughs> they can interact with the camera, so they uh, <laughs> <in> <laughs> so they they interacted with the camera. They they um, if they're well represented, they know how to move the lights. Yeah. Um, you can make the the scene really enjoyable. Um, I guess I was doing a bit of landscape as well and things across those lines. So I'd be restricted with – the reason why I like portrait a little bit is because I can pull out the lenses I'm using for my portrait that I was using for underwater. So I was using a lot of uh, macro shots. So for this photo shoot, I pretty much kept to a 50mm macro. Cool. And that got the detail in the cheek, skin, eyes – um, she had amazing eyes, which you could definitely photograph mm. for days. Um, and the brows. Oh, the brows. I don't know. Ooh, That's a female. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. Uh, so good. So the, it, it, was, it was just um, the experience itself. Were you, having them commesh together, it, it's not a comparison. It, it's two mm. completely different mm. yeah. um, categories, completely different categories. And they're, but you're able to draw one from the other because one you're restricted with light, 
and you'd have to pump as much light into it as possible. Here, I've got a three light setup. I didn't use any flashes and I, I, mm. I'm still kind of stick by not using flashes at this mm. point in time, probably because my ignorance of not knowing how to use flashes. But that's a work in progress and we get used to it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so we're here to learn. Yeah. I think throughout <laughs> all the processes for <laughs> from photography. Each from each other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we bounce everything <laughs> from each other. Yeah. So totally. for, my wife, Soph, will tell me off if I'm doing something wrong and, um, so just like give, me a, give me an eye and go, Rob, like that. Um, <laughs> Rob, no, I don't think so. We're not shy, are we? No, <laughs> no. I don't think that's what makes it easier for you guys, um, mm. working with you guys, because it is, it's not a shy environment. We can have yeah. some fun with it and we can enjoy it. Actually enjoy it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And like I was, I was taking photos and I would be, I could hear in the background going, ooh, Ah, this is amazing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That is my, like, word. If, if I, I was, yeah, there was a few of those today. Yeah, there was a few so of those. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. What you yeah. got from the photo shoot was oof. Oh, man. <laughs> there are some great shots. Um, great shots. But, amazing shots. Yeah, thanks, guys. And, it, look, it wasn't. For me, I didn't feel that it was a hard transition. Mm. It wasn't a hard, <clears throat> hard cup of tea for me. I mm. just felt that I was able to be able to work with you guys and be able to really feel and um, move into that type of scenario really well. And it was enjoyable shoot. And I think because really you knew everybody, you mm. felt comfortable. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're exactly not feeling that. comfortable like to do something for the first time with people yeah. that support you, mm. you know? Yeah. yeah. Definitely. No, I had I had a question for you because for we've me? yeah because we've we've been we've been working together for a while, and I, the other day I realised that it was like twelve years. <laughs> Sorry, that we've been <laughs> yeah oh my that be, god that we've been like working together twelve years yeah wow so it's been wow. I I wouldn't have realised it was twelve sense. years. But have you, and, you know, we've done the retail thing, we, we've mm -hmm. done it all, but have you ever worked with we've done it all. some, like worked with a group of people that you just went like cringe, like it was just so awkward? Um, look, I think yes. I think yes. I think yes, definitely. I think it's not the whole group, but I think mm. it's um, – maybe a few individuals. I mean, with every group that you work in, there's always going to be a few yeah. individuals that mm. you just don't gel with. Um, but I think that that's the beauty of working in retail and things like that. It forces you to adapt to anybody that comes your way. <laughs> totally. Personality. Isn't totally. It? Yeah. Doesn't it? Because yeah. you get all of them, don't you? Like all oh, the personalities. You get all sorts. Like Especially the bad, the ugly <laughs> sorts. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Which is, you know, amazing. It's what makes retail so good because yeah. you it really sets you up for life yeah you've definitely. experienced every kind of person yeah, yeah. how yeah, about yourself yeah, yeah. so same question back at you um oh i remember and uh, if you did how did you deal with it yeah oh oh this is such a yeah, retard yeah, question yeah, love it, love it. Oh. how would you deal with that so how yeah. would you deal with that negative scenario? Yeah. I used to get all the time when I used to go to interviews. How would you get that? How would you deal with that? Um, exactly. <laughs> you're on interview now. Yeah. Oh, That's far. it. You're fired from your own That's business. It. No, no. That's what you, so. you can't fire me. <laughs> I can try. I'm the boss lady. Um, <laughs> um, it wasn't. It wasn't so much. Oh, 
I don't know. I probably had I probably had a fair few, but the recent one I remember, and I'm not saying names because I don't know if this person is like no, I'm not naming names, but I'm just gonna be like as vague as possible. Yeah, Yeah, I'll tell you after. Vague as possible because I don't know whether they're they're watching or listening, but um it was a bridal job and it we did the trial and everything and she was great and happy but then when it came to the wedding day meeting I like it was just so awkward like I don't know what it was like I didn't even talk to her like her family just made it so awkward for me and I'm just thinking "Mm," like I, I don't know if it was like a cultural thing because yeah. they were all Lebanese. Mm. Um, it was just a different vibe. It was let's, just let's, such let's a different nationalities vibe. and yeah. people out of it. Just describe the Yeah, but they, they were so mixed. I'm a Greca. I know. I, I totally know what that, yeah. that whole world is like. Yeah. Um, but they were a mix, but let's just say mm. they were full Lebanese. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it was just like the whole the whole thing was just so awkward and I think – I don't know what it was, but that was the only thing that I can think of that just, mm. you know, there was no, I don't know, there was just no yeah. excitement and I just, it was like it was so hard awkward. to deal yeah, with. Did you I, just get through it and you just think, I'm just going to finish this job? Yeah. I'm just going to get it done. Yeah, and yeah. I, I was like just one after the other and it was it was hair, so which was, it was really good. Oh, beautiful. But it was like just one after the other and I was like just go, just get it done. But I think yeah. the, the divas in that scenario – was the family like it wasn't the bride it was the family mm. and i was just yeah i've had that same scenario that exact same yeah. situation oh you would have like yeah. you're doing a lot of bridal just one particular moment stands out but all i thought was in my head was just get to the finish line and then you can it's leave done. yeah it is be professional what was the name done. of the client yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i actually even if i thought about it now it's like i've erased it from my brain and yeah. i would not be able to think about it like yeah. I can't even tell you how I got here today. Like my short-term memories. <laughs> That's Shit. awesome. Yeah. Like that, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. If it's you not Google Maps. Yeah. And I, thank God that we have to look at Gregory's. Yeah. Anyway, uh, besides the point, I um, the way I got through that was just to power through, mm. just get mm. through it. And then, yeah, by the end of it, I thought I really earned my wage that day. Yeah. Yeah. And also <clears throat> when I got to the car, they had this little dog. And um, just to add insult to injury, the dog came up to my kit and lifted its leg. No. Just about. Thank you. No. Just, There's your foot. I'm sorry. I thought I saw it and I went, get out of here, you little shit. And I love oh animals. But God. that day I didn't love that animal. Oh, wow. But, yeah, you know, that was like all those little things at once. Oh, that to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was another makeup artist that came and she was like a separate addition to the, to yes. you know, there were so many people. And she, as I left, she looked at me and was just gave me these eyes of like, don't leave me here. And I was like, I'm sorry, but like, I've got to go. Right, I'm gone. And, and I'm so happy, you know, like I've just got to go. You know, I did it, you've got to do it. Yeah. That dog peeing on my kit would have been like, oh. Other than that, like I haven't, I've not had clients. Oh, really, really bad. That, um, no, not no. clients. Like every client that I have is so nice. Yeah. And that was actually a referred client. So I didn't, I, you know, I didn't, I referred from another artist. I couldn't do her. Um, so it wasn't actually a client that sought yeah. me out. Um personally so it's not my style of client yeah. um but yeah my clients are always really like lovely awesome. and easygoing yeah. yeah um but yeah retail is a different story yeah. isn't it yeah so let's oh, let's, God, let's yeah. step away from um picking on our lovely clients yeah because we love yeah. our clients yeah, all know, our juicy. clients are great they, I know, they pay our bills great, but <laughs> this is about big creatives and stuff yeah. like that so 
what for makeup artists so obviously you need to get yourself out there you need to have just just get your images out there get how do you get your customers through and through um get them over that finish line you can tell us all your lovely secrets so we can steal them off you yeah. And then we can start getting our own clients and not have to worry about reliance Susan to get our clients. Yeah, no, that's it. It. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, just so, for the new guys that are out there that could potentially listen to this is how do you get your clients? Um, what is your little tricks or little tidbits that you feel that makes those bridles come to you mm. week after week or contact you week after week, check out your website week after week? Just those little things. It doesn't have to be a long drawn business plan or anything just oh yeah tips and tricks that you just want to let people know that mm. they can trial it tell me everything i, I will tell, um, tell me all your secrets tell I me i think everything um everything i do is based on um what i would want mm. for myself yeah, so, so you know so yeah like so if i think Basically, it's word of mouth, but mm -hmm. it's only I only get word of mouth because I've gone the extra mile at every single wedding. Yeah. So I've made sure that I um I do things that um maybe other artists mm -hmm. won't, and that I mm -hmm. would want someone to help me with because I know mm -hmm. I'm stressed. I know that a bride's stressed and is thinking not really thinking about going to pick up her lipstick and lip liner mm, yeah. from Mac. So I'll be the one that I'll say, like, look, I'll take care of that. We'll match you here and then yep. I'm going to go get your products. So like, kind of like that retail, that <gasps> little bit of yeah, retail finesse. I've got us taking care of them, absolutely. So I'm here to serve you in every way. So it's just more mm. than the makeup. It's really here. I'm here for you in every step of the way. You can yeah. contact me every step of the way. Any questions we can yep. figure out mm. with each other. I just think it's going that extra mile for the client. And yeah. so you always have word of mouth by ultimately being there for them completely and totally, not just for the day, but for every day all, leading all up of to it. Yeah, the yeah. wedding. I yeah, think yeah, it yeah, makes a huge difference. So every yeah. wedding I have is generally word of mouth. So good. Word of mouth, yeah. So do you get many, in saying that, do you get many, um, I guess, jobs from your social media? Do you get anything from your website or your Facebook? Do you get any direct Definitely. messages from that? Definitely. And I always think about what I, like, again, what I would look for. So I always type in Sydney hair mm -hmm. or Sydney photographer yeah. or Sydney brides or Sydney yeah. bridals. So I put my hashtags as Sydney makeup artist. I think hashtags are really important. Mm -hmm. um, and just tagging brands that might showcase your work, yeah. um, mm -hmm. especially like Wedded Wonderland. If you're just in the bridal game, like yeah. big accounts like Wedded Wonderland and et cetera. Um, and, you know, a lot of the time they showcase uh, your work. So how did I get, how do, how do you send it through so you can get showcased? So you just tag them. Just tag yeah. them. Yeah, so if your work's good enough, it'll get yep. reposted. Or um, when you tag any company, uh, somebody could look at their tagged photos and yeah. see your work as well. Of so course. it's pretty much just like getting your work out there, especially yeah. with brides. Um, but I recommend having like a separate bridal page as well if you just want to focus on brides only. Mm -hmm. um, I think that it's a great way to showcase your portfolio. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Mm -hmm. uh, so if I know you're pretty meticulous, let's hear about your little <laughs> I know, I'm all about business plans. I we, really am. So it's all about know, um, corporate, type it up oh, and then process no. it and then think about it again. That's yeah. why yeah. I annoying. want to work with yeah. Soph because we're oh, opposite that's, and that's I, the it attracts me, doesn't it? I, I know like, like when I'm working with Susan, it's like whatever happens on the day, it's like I, I'm like I need a plan. <laughs> 
I know it just it ruins like, me. Whatever happens, whatever. That's, that's why we yeah, mesh. Yeah. That's why it's good. Yeah, it's good exactly. Totally. Um, with uh, the how to get into bridal. Well, no, not get into. How do your customers mm. contact you? What yep. are your little tips and tricks around that? Mm-hmm. Um, just for the guys that are mm-hmm. beginning this journey. I'm I'm the same as Susan. Like a lot of the the bridal. Um, bookings that I get is referrals. So I work Mm. with a lot of other artists um, and especially one that gets booked out and we um, work with another um, agency, if you can call it that, and we've known each other from working with that agency and um, we've spoken over the phone and she's referred me business and then I refer her business. So it's like a tick for tack, really. In this industry, like if people refer you work, then you would expect to refer them work back, right? It's like 101. Absolutely. Um, if you don't, then, you know, they, they get pissed off. Like, am I allowed to say that? Yeah. Like, pissed it's off. Yeah. Oops. Um, so get angry. It's been done. <laughs> you can't censor it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, referrals and mm. I, I think when I got married, I think it kind of – made me really think about the service that I was providing to my brides because I just thought, okay, so how did I feel on my wedding day? Like that's how the bride is going to feel on her wedding day. And if she, you know, gets really angry or things like that, it's not because she's getting angry with you. It's just she's, you know, stressed and, you know, she's nervous or whatever. Like there's so many emotions going on. Um. So, yeah, that's that's how I get a lot of my business. And, yeah, a lot of people go through my website and I've had a couple of people come through from my website, but a lot of that is in other states because I obviously work out of other states as well. I have people working for me from from out of other states. So Victoria, for example, is a good uh, example mm-hmm. where a lot of them go through my website and then, you know, they, they ask to you know, to have a trial or whatever. Mm. But in in Sydney, like it's referrals because everyone knows everyone. Yeah. 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 So we're, we're talking mm. about bridal. Mm-hmm. What about editorial mm-hmm. or I don't know the makeup game that well. Editorial, but yeah, yeah. Editorial or any other branding. Yep. Um, obviously the the makeup industry and the makeup itself, all the products, mm-hmm. um, is there money to be made for makeup artists, aspiring makeup Artist influencers, mm-hmm. are they even influencers? Because all they're doing is selling stuff. Yeah. Um, and everything across those those lines of things mm. is how how do I reword this? I had the question. So how do, if if makeup artists make money in the editorial well, industry? Yeah. How do how do mm-hmm. they make it in editorial? How mm-hmm. do they make it as a brand mm-hmm. focused um, mm-hmm. thing? Is there money or is yeah. or are the brands really just sapping? The makeup artists because there's so many of them. Well, this is what I say to students when I do teach this component um, at, at academies is that what you've got to do, what you've got to think of with editorial work, editorial work isn't studio work. Editorial work is only that if you get published, right? Mm-hmm. You can't just take a, a photo in a studio setting and go, I just did an editorial shoot because it is not editorial. You haven't been published yet. When you get published, then it's an editorial publication, right? So that's one thing that you've got to think about. With editorial gigs, there is money to be made, but the only way you make money is if you work directly with the magazine 
or you're working, you know, as part of a full-time or part-time team. And a lot of the magazines have, you know, moved to digital. So the a lot of them are collab, you know, you do a collab, you submit it, and then voila, you get published. Yay. Mm. Um, so, yeah, there is money to be made but not a lot compared to, like, if you're doing a bridal job or a media job. Um, yeah. Brands as such, it's like who you know in the industry. Like a lot of the media stuff that I've gotten throughout the years, it's literally like who I've known. Yeah. And that, like, that is just a true fact. Yeah. If you don't know the right people, you're not going to get into so those realis- gigs. So realistically, it is to all network. your work is, as so said, is network. 100%. So it's all about how you speak to your fellow colleagues. 100%. How you speak to your fellow clients, mm-hmm. how you treat your fellow clients. So that's it really has nothing to do with social media. No, none, none of it does. And, again, I always say this, it, it doesn't because, you know, r- r- rarely somebody will go onto my page and go, oh, hey, we've got a media shoot for, like, Woolies or whatever. Like, nobody will do that. But then a friend of mine who knows somebody from an agency is shooting with Woolies, they're like, oh, I know a hair and makeup artist. Do yeah. you want to get in contact with them? But... Also, another thing I say to my students is that if you're ever on a TFP shoot or a collaborative shoot, you always like treat it as a paid shoot because you never know who's on there. Like the managing director of like a company could be on there searching for a hair and makeup artist for his shoot. So you never know who's on there. Like don't badmouth other people because you never know who's going to be on there. And that's so important. But Going off that, because I'm sidetracking a bit, but so going off that, this was a I've had. Sorry, Sue's. Sorry, girl. I, I will pass you a question. I'm loving this. Yeah, good. Um, I've had assistants um, work for me on like campaign shoots for brands, and mm. I. It's always funny to see the different assistants I've had because there's been some amazing assistants and then there's been ones that just sit there and do nothing. And I think, yes. oh, you know, what What did they teach you at school, you know? Yeah. But, I mean. It, but that, that, that definitely comes down to how much they're going to succeed in them. 100%. Yeah, like 100%. If you've got an assistant that goes in, cleans your brushes. Totally. Goes in, cleans up after you, make sure that mm-hmm. you have the right brush for mm-hmm. then and there. Mm-hmm you know that they're going to get referred work. 100%. And that's the one person I'm going to think of is when I get a paid job that I can't do and it's like a small small gig that I know they can do mm-hmm. is I'm going to go, oh, hey, this is this person. And you use would, them again. Would you feel the same? Yeah. Like have you have you, you had assistants? Yeah. Like have you worked with assistants before? Definitely. Like, yeah? I, I like to but then I also don't like to because I'm, I'm yeah. like you see me as so relaxed and chill but I'm also such a control freak with things. Yep. Like, I'm so chill with visions and um, creative work, but then with the structure of how things go, like a bridal day must go perfect from yeah. start to finish. So I'm yep. so, so structured with that, things like that. Um, so a lot of the time I just, um, I'm, I find it hard to let go to trust somebody to else. To give them, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm if, the same. if it's something mm. that I know that I can come and pick up the slack for and I have time to pick up the slack, mm. I'll have an assistant. Yeah. If not, I probably won't. Because I just don't trust anybody enough. I'm yeah. like still your assistant, so. Yeah, I'll pass you on to some really good people. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's funny you said that about picking up the slack because, you know, your 
and I've had, you know, assistance with with big wedding parties and it's funny how you've got to concentrate on, you know, having everyone happy, like your bride, your bridesmaid, because that's their first point of contact is you, right? So they're depending on you to make their day fab. Um, and then your assistant comes to you and goes, oh, hey, you know, like um, not sure whether this is like right and you just think, oh, that's not a good look. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just think, oh my god, like what the hell? But you don't, you don't say that because you know that they're learning. Um, but you've got to pick up that slack, right? So that's the one thing that you've got to think about as well, like picking up that slack. And sometimes I just think, oh, do I really want an assistant? Mm, because I just sure. think I know, you know, I can just smash that job out. Yeah. But then you know 100%. that the help would be a godsend. And also, you know, that everyone learns somewhere. You know, differently. Starts yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you want to help your fellow artists who, you know, because you were also once where they were. Yeah. So you yeah. want to make sure that you, yeah. you know, help them out yeah. on their uh, journey. But yeah, it's tough to release and let go and yeah. you know, have somebody help you. Um, but yeah, I just, I'm very prepared in that style. So I find it hard to let go. So you've um, got a structure of how the day should always go through. 100%. Oh my gosh, yeah. From like yeah. time, from like one, from minute to minute to hour to hour. Like yeah. It has to be perfect. perfect. Yeah. 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 And you always give a little bit of a leeway. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, if that doesn't go according to plan, then it's your bride's day doesn't go according to plan. Mm -hmm. You're the one holding her up. So, it's, yeah. it's yeah. tough. But, like, maybe on a photo shoot, that's fine because it's one person. They can yeah. do, um, you know, the nails while you do the makeup or yeah. things like that. I think for editorial shoot, this is a little bit easier than for bridal. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Bridal's, yeah, very high pressure. It's very demanding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. So I find it more difficult to have a. Because yeah, because I've I've seen over the years with Soph that bridal is a key. Like you've obviously the way I see the makeup industry, and I'm a male mm. looking from the outside, but <laughs> I, from the business point of view, I think makeup is a very tough gig. Totally, very tough gig. Yeah, um, they you all you do is pretty much either retail or bridal. Mm. when you start out yeah well mm. even even in the years to come it's like um mm. like sophie yourself i'm not sure about you susan mm. but getting media gigs is really a second like very mm. very difficult mm. um so then obviously you need to um evolve yourself otherwise mm -hmm. it's not a long-term career so yeah. in saying that how do how do you not get say demotivated because obviously it's either bridal yeah. or retail mm -hmm. And obviously the girls always go into retail to start off with. Everyone pretty much hits retail unless you've got a real super connection Absolutely. of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how do you step out of that retail space and start hitting up that bridal space? Do mm -hmm. you take the plunge? Do you take the leap? Mm -hmm. um, how do you do that? Yeah, well, I mean, I was in retail for so long. And I actually had somebody um, who was a lot younger than me come up to me and ask me, like, you know, they're going to make, they want to go to makeup school um, and become a makeup artist. And they said, what's the best avenue to take? And I said, well, I wish somebody told me when I started. Like, yeah. I started so long ago that, yeah. you know, the makeup schools weren't, you know, they weren't, it oh, wasn't God, very no. common to no, God, go no. and be a makeup artist. So yeah. I didn't really have people yeah. ask for advice. I'm sure there was, but I wasn't savvy <clears> enough to mm. ask. It wasn't as free and the internet was really wasn't as amazing as it, as it is now. Um but I would tell them, I, I told her to actually either go into retail and learn that way, 
which I didn't recommend. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I recommended her to just go and do photo shoots and assist, 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 yeah. assist until you, but totally. I said, that's your journey on, you know, it depends on what you want to do. So yeah. either way you can go and she chose retail. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, obviously because yeah. you get the money straight yeah, away. That's, right. that's exactly right. Mm. So it, it is, um, it is easier to go into the retail setting because, you know, you are an artist and you get to play um, and, and, um, kind of play with so many different faces and features yeah. and learn that way. Uh, and yeah, so I think I would, I would definitely tell them to see where their heart is. Yeah. yeah. See where their heart is. Yeah. Are they creative or are they more of a people person? Which yeah. way do they want to grow? Um, what did you, what was the other question? Sorry. Um, so how do, how do you make the transit? Obviously oh, you're transition. trying to, you're trying mm, to look yeah. at it as a career. So everyone looks at, I guess the, the corporate idea yeah or the I'm an electrician, uh, a tradie idea, right. um, and yeah. you go, oh, you're a makeup artist. Okay, so where's your yeah. career path? Mm -hmm. You're yeah. a makeup artist, so that's your, yep, that's your prime. It, re realistically, it's mm -hmm. not because you've got so many avenues you can step into, so yeah. many different directions. So how do you, how did you yourself, you've mm -hmm. been in the industry for over 10 years how now. How did I leave retail? Well, yeah, how did you leave how retail? How did you exit? And, um, <laughs> Released. I, re I release you. <laughs> get out of jail. <laughs> I release you. Um, but how did you step out of, I guess, that retail space and really evolve yourself? Yeah. Um, well, you know what? I think things happened to me along my life mm -hmm. that led me to the point where I either went back into retail or I like I just came to a crossroads mm. where I could choose either to go back to the safe path, yeah. which is retail, yeah. or just to go to venture out and just mm -hmm. try it out. And if it didn't work, what's the worst that can happen? I just go yeah. back. Yeah. You know? So I not everyone's lucky enough to be in that position where they mm. can just venture yeah. off and like have fun and just see where it goes. Um, but I'm really lucky that, you know, I have my husband supporting me. And so mm -hmm. like I was able to and and am yeah. able to go in and really enjoy and um, yeah. check out all my avenues and yeah, all my yeah, um, so yeah I just really chose to kind of put myself out there and just network with everyone and mm -hmm. anyone I could mm -hmm. um, and I think yeah networking has been my biggest um, contributor to being able to stay yeah out out of retail and just doing what I love and I really have found such a uh, freedom in mm. being able to explore different avenues that I never thought I could or you just kind of get stuck in, in your own bubble or you get stuck in, you know, the grind of, like, mm. you know, your retail yeah. job. And you just, wake up, you go mm. to work. Yeah, Come and, home. like, that to me, I've never been that way and I've always, like, my family's never been that way. Like, mm -hmm. my mom is an interpreter. She's, like, a freelancer. My yep. dad's never had a night. Like, no one in my um, family has yeah, had a nine-to-five yeah. job. Everyone's been, like, you know, working creatively or, yeah. like, um, casually or which I've, you know, so for me, it's very weird. It was very weird to get up to go to a job and do the same thing every day. It just felt yeah. like I was trapped. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like now I'm 31 and I'm finally doing something that I really, yeah. like, love and I feel, yeah, yeah. yeah I feel free. Okay. So? It's awesome. Um, yeah, I was I was the same as Suze. Like, that's where Suze and I met in retail at Longcom. Um, and, <laughs> oh, that was so good days, the those days, days yeah. the days. Retail's amazing Did you still, call though, you that know? work? Or? Yeah, I know. We did have Well, work. you know what? Like, when we worked together, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't work. We had to be separated yeah, a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But you know, you know what? Like I look back on retail because I, I was in retail for a long time, mm -hmm. and it was just 
the years like just were so fun because I met it was so fun great people Me and too. you know working at Longcom like I was you know exposed to you know great things outside of retail so you know working on fashion week mm -hmm. you know doing those extra stuff that a lot of um, companies don't expose their staff to yes. but when um, when I was given the opportunity to uh, start teaching I I said goodbye to retail and I was teaching for a while and then that didn't go so well with the company that I was with and I thought to myself it's either going back to retail like mm -hmm. yourself or yeah. going towards a different path and I chose the corporate path so I was in corporate and this was not makeup related or anything so mm -hmm. this was more finance and I was I was in there for I think it was four years but wow. with with that it really taught me about how to really take care of my money you know how to invest you know all of that stuff that a they don't teach you a beauty school um, that I, I can teach you. I can teach you about finances. Yeah, thank you. Um, they don't teach you at school. Like you don't get taught that at school. And you know that's dolomite? life skills. What's that? Wasn't dolomite enough? Dolomite. 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 It's like. Is it like Bitcoin? Is it yeah. like Bitcoin? <laughs> I didn't know nothing about Bitcoin until I started working in finance. I'm like, I have no idea about Bitcoin. But it's it's funny how. Four years, like, taught me so much. And then I got to a point where I was in that corporate job and I was like, I'm just missing hair. And I was still doing hair and makeup, but I was missing it so much that I, you know, I worked with some great managers that gave me a lot of leeway. And at the end of it, it was like, I've got to take this plunge. If I don't take this plunge now, it's never going to happen. It's all or nothing. Yeah. So I was like, nope. So I resigned from that job. But when I resigned, it was like I'm either going to sink or I'm going to swim, and it made me network hard, like hardcore. Day in, day out. Yeah, I was like I've got to find a way to pay all my bills and all my expenses and still have money aside to play with. But that's what really kind of taught me to get out there like, like and network. I, yeah, like I say, when um, you first did take the plunge, it was mm. – it was you, scary. You, yeah, it was, it was scary, scary for both of yeah. us. And um, it was, and then I just saw you constantly ringing everyone up, constantly mm -hmm. contacting mm -hmm. as many people mm -hmm. as humanly possible. Yep. And you got knocked <clears throat> back 15,000 times. Oh, a lot. And, but then you got your one or twos. So yeah. then your one or two started to come through. Then you treated them like they were meant to be oh, treated. Oh, like gold. Like, like gold as a customer. <laughs> yeah. And so you kept those one and twos. Yeah. That you kept on networking, networking, networking. Then you picked up another two. Yep. So now you got four clients. You're like, oh, oh yeah, shit, yeah. Okay, I'm going to pass one off onto Sue's because I need to get more clients. One hundred percent. Isn't that how it's meant? How the business. One hundred percent. Yeah. So then you constantly network, network, network some more. Yeah. Then you get have your six clients. You've got your five. Sue's got your one. And you're like, nah, four's enough for me. Sue's yep. here's your two. Even Suze is doing the exact same thing, yep. throwing new work back and forth. So it's really that that network of the two people 100%. together when it's the business. Yeah. With the business side of things, it's not about stopping going, oh, I've got this one amazing client. Whatever. No way. What happens when no the way. dries up. No way. And everything crosses those lines. So it's about yep. that networking and just hitting it up day in, day out, grinding, yep. grind out. And you know, you know what the best thing is? Cold calling. Like cold calling. I teach cold calling like it's so old school. 
but I I make my students like cold call. Like I say to them, if you want to build your clientele, you've got cold call. Like mm. there's so many clients I cold called and I said, look, I'm a local hair and makeup artist. You know, I want to I, I want to know, do, do you have any kind of vacancies for makeup at your studio, blah, 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 blah. And one of those clients I cold called, they said, oh, no, but we'll give you details because um, artists has moved to Melbourne. So I was like, oh, sweet. But now they're like, my VIP client, mm. like they're always giving me work, you know, and they're, they're a gold client of mine, but I wouldn't have gotten that client if I didn't cold call them. Yeah, so true. exactly. Done the hard right. Yeah. Do you, Old do you, school. do you believe in cold calling, Suze? Have you ever cold called? Like I hated it at Longcom. I hate oh, a cold calling clients. A, a cold call. Hello. Definitely makes me Hello. sick. I'll yeah. tell you now. It doesn't. No. It doesn't how, do you, how do you start your cold call? Hello. My name's Susan. Hi. <laughs> I I like to uh, cold message. Yeah, is that better? Is that the yeah same? Cold, cold message? Cold message, right? Such a millennial. This is what I, <laughs> I'm a millennial. This is what I, <laughs> I, I love. Like, yes, you can cold message, and there's a whole technique behind. I do not understand this technique. I don't yeah. choose to. But I also putting someone on the spot to give you an opportunity. Yeah, I really think is key. Yeah. Being, yeah. Uh, being able to get, have them on the phone and you can hear the trembling voice of them <laughs> trying to work out, am I going to give them a chance or not a chance? And then you just yeah. keep talking, you do your sales. It's yeah. all about your sales. Like you, you I said, need to learn a few it's guys. all about your sales. And you all right, you have the script. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and, and so it's great. She's great at sales because of the years in retail. Yeah. Same yeah. Yourself, yeah. yeah. And then you're just, you're, you just speak to them, you don't give them a chance. And you're like, um, what are those people that are on? Yeah. They call you up randomly. Oh, I hate those. But sorry, yeah. but I'm I, the people that the voice shakes when you're the end. Yeah. I'm like, uh. But that's I, I don't have, <laughs> But in saying that, that's where you practice it. You, you call up your ten, and I guarantee you, by your eight, you probably already have the confidence to go. Oh, I don't give a shit anymore. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it True. a go. Do you, yeah. do you know what True. I like about Suze though? Is that she can turn like the biggest <laughs> awkward situation into the most fun situation and i need to learn that because it's i've done jo i've done jobs with you like bridal yeah. jobs specifically yeah. and there are moments where i just want to chuck yeah. the shits at the client <laughs> and susie's like don't worry babes like yeah. it's, fine. it's fine like it's it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. i i just need to learn that and i just think how does she do that I just like i just to myself. i just get i just uh, i think it's a bit of delusion i just pretend to myself <laughs> that everything's okay it's fine <laughs> It's fine. And then probably I when I get that. home, you, you don't see me crying. Oh, <laughs> no, I, I, don't, no. I, love, I love how you approach it because I'd fun. be like, oh, I'd crack the shits because they'd be like, you're just yeah, annoying. It's easy. It's just like it's so easy. It's totally is easy yeah, to yeah, yeah. be negative. I just try and be so positive and then I just I'm negative with my husband. I just give it to him and I <laughs> leave it Todd. all for you. Like, oh, Todd, if you listen, <laughs> I feel your pain, yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah. Can you, can you give pain. us some examples? Yeah, I have so much positivity I can have in a day. And yeah. that's my can you give us some examples as well? Like write some examples yeah. in the comment, like that's what right. she said when yeah, she's gotten home. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, it is, uh, it is hard too. Yeah. But, you know, you it's just business. practice everything. It's yeah. business at the end of the day, yeah. You have to understand that yeah. those brands have a business. They want to get the best possibility out of them. Who knows? They might have just had a makeup artist they hate Yeah. just come through and you're just calling up a random opportunity. Mm. I, think, I think you are so responsible for the energy you bring into a room. Oh, 100%. Like, 100% you know, totally you can completely lift and change a room up just mm -hmm. by being there and I think yep. just knowing the power you have <clears throat> is <throat> incredible like 
you know, no one will ever forget how that you made them feel. So, yeah. mm, you exactly. know, maybe my yeah. my wing liner was like so shit that day. Yeah. But hey, they probably more remember. Yeah. That, <laughs> oh, that, yeah. that awesome. sweet joke yeah. I told all. You know? <laughs> sweet, <laughs> sweet joke. And just like, yeah. you know, they felt. They felt good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's it sells. Yeah, definitely sell yourself. Yeah. yeah. But you know, like just to practice that every day and like then it anything you practice becomes easy. Mm. And just like your mood and just like, you know, exactly everything right. in life, just practice being positive. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, I don't know what more can you ask for really is like yeah, you, yeah. you've got food, you've got a roof over your head, you've got a bed, everything else is yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. But how have you like in this period, because I know everyone's talking about Rona and like yeah, Roro. Like, how have you, because I've seen like so much negativity on social yeah. media, like all these artists going, oh my God, like I'm mm. so sad and I want to quit what I'm doing. Yeah, and I just, I just look at it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and I just look at those comments and I think, what is wrong with you? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. this is making you quit like quit yeah. like seriously what what has made you think that but mm. i i see those and i just think right so that's just somebody for me that hasn't really thought about what they want to do long term it's like they're in their little little job and yeah. things like that but have you like thought about how you're going to evolve like throughout yeah. this time and has it made you think what you want to do long term yeah i mean i think like seeing others slow down you should mm. be pushed to then yeah. speed forward right? yeah just to go yes like now's yeah. my time um when things are quiet like we're all collabing now and you know yeah totally getting my website yeah. up yep. getting you know just doing things that you didn't have time to do mm. um but i think that you just have to remember resilience at this kind of time yeah, like exactly. yeah like everything you do like yeah. if something you face with something so heavy mm. resilience is just absolutely well, incredible yeah what you guys are, yeah you guys totally. are saying um earlier today was oh sweet i've got the spare time now let's get this content together mm. Let, yeah. let's just start pumping stuff out let's totally let, let's i know you we've got obviously our restrictions so for yourself you're not one point Mm. Oh, so is everyone. Um, and yeah. we have sanitized. Yeah, yeah. we have. Yeah. But in yeah. saying that, in like <laughs> you're you're utilizing what, the abilities that you have now, and just going out and mm. just constantly hitting, creating that content, creating that symbol of you're still there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Sophie was telling me there was a lot of makeup artists that were going, "Oh, I'm going to take a holiday for the, during this period." Oh my god! It, mm. It's not a time for a holiday. No this way. Is definitely a time where you put in some solid yards mm. to be able to pick up those new clients. Mm. You know the Rock. Yes. Yeah, I love the Rock. Right, oh, so you know, the Rock has his own alarm clock. That's does like, it, like does he? Yeah. Yes. What so is it? Okay, it so says like wake up or like the, so he's really? so inspirational. He's like I love the if Rock. You're up at five. I'm up at four. You know, yeah. so oh, I think it's damn. like he's just incredible. So it's like now it's the time to move yeah. forward yeah. and create things <clears throat> that you do have time to before. Exactly. Like we never could collab like this. We never no had way. the time. No way. I never had the time. I always had clients and yeah. now I don't have clients. So, you know, or minimal. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, it's just, exactly. you know, the time. Yeah. the time. So yeah, yeah. it's yeah. slow for us. Um, mm. But creating things that I love with people that I love is mm. like mm. just – superb to me yeah. yeah so amazing yeah and i know that's um i know it's also like a a blessing not everybody can no no you know, not everybody not. has the funds or you know mm. some people are really upset because that's their only <laughs> source of income and you know yeah. they 
yeah so of course they're going to be upset but um you know just try and turn in your, your try and turn your negatives into positives yeah, yeah, yeah. and do something that can help you so when you do start getting work you have so much to show for mm, it exactly. you know you didn't just lay yeah, down sure. and die you had so, some yeah, resilience yeah. right yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know or do i'll take yeah but did you die so, no, did, you die? Yeah. did you die i love that <laughs> uh, so i'm just gonna wrap this up awesome um, so to put it for all the makeup artists out there, mm -hmm. um, I'm just a voice you're going to see so firm who's there, just um, nodding their heads in agreement <laughs> to what I'm saying. They haven't got much of a choice. <laughs> this is God. <laughs> but um, just to, just to summarise, for all those new makeup artists, all those makeup artists that are really struggling to be able to produce the things that they need to produce, uh, it, it's all about consistency. Yeah. It's all about sales and it's all about making the customer feel that they're appreciated. 100%. So if you are struggling in any of those, mm -hmm. it's going to reflect back onto your bank account if that's what you're looking at. If mm -hmm. you love what you're doing, mm -hmm. then just love what you're doing because that's the biggest sales of all. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to be producing, you're going to be excited, you're going mm -hmm. to be pumping it out as much as possible. So guys, just get out there, do your sales, uh, make people appreciate who you are, um, put the customer first. I know how painful that can be. Customer is always right. No, the customer's not always right. <laughs> share love, put, positivity. Put share the customer you. first. Definitely put the customer first. They're not always right. I disagree with that. <laughs> no, it's I'm true. Right. It's true. Um, <laughs> right time. <laughs> Are you listening, Todd? Right time. But in saying that, you have to you have to make them feel like they're worthy. One hundred percent. They you, are. They gold to you. Yeah. Cold call the shit oh. out of everybody. <laughs> you guys have to teach me that. Yeah, I'm not a, I don't know. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll teach you. How to teach do that. I'm not the master of but that yet. It's but. it's not about mastering. It's about actually. I know. I got an internship by just walking into a business and going, mm. "Hey, how's it going? Wow. Um, that's do cool. you have anything going? Susan's like, going to yeah. call me later and be like, uh, uh, Susan, are you trying to cold call, call, call me? I know. I know that you're trying to cold call, call yeah. me. That's what she's going to do. Yeah. But, yeah, just wrapping that up with you guys, That that for the new guys out there, I think that's what I want to have with this podcast is these – with creatives, there is a business side mm. and you can't forget the business side mm -hmm. of being able to approach, speak to, and I'm pretty sure with any other creatives I have on here, they're going to be the same that – Okay, customer comes first. Okay, I have to cold call. Okay, I have to grind. It's all about mm -hmm. just grind, grind, grind. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's not always about social media. No. Not always. <laughs> you, both of you guys have just clarified it. Like yeah. it's not about social media. It's no. about word of mouth. So some of those big uh, makeup artists out there, they're not on social media. They're grinding Speaking and they're people. still grinding. Yeah. Mm. Um, some of the biggest models out there, I believe, are just networking. They don't really need to mm -hmm. have their social media. I'm sure it's there, but it's not their key. Oh, with thing. a million followers on there, yeah, of course. Yeah. Like <laughs> but just grind out what you're really passionate about. And um, that's what it is. Yeah. Really um, guys, do you have just finishing words? Yeah. I mean, just if this is the path you want to take, mm -hmm. do it. I mm -hmm. mean, there's nothing that's going to hold you back. There's room here for all of us to yeah. do the work. Um, respect one another, give each other work. You'll get mm -hmm. it back, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> it's a small industry, especially in Sydney. Yeah. So you can really do great things. Just be positive, mm. treat your customers like family, mm. and you can't yeah. go wrong. You will yeah. always have 100%. work, and if not if not work, friends. Yeah. Mm, 100%. So. Yeah, on the, I, I agree with 
whatever Susan said. Okay. <laughs> but um, what yeah, what she said. Yeah, like treat your customers like gold. Um, there's room for everyone in this industry, you know, because we, we all have something different to give to this industry. Um, yes. And if you feel like in your gut that this is what you want to do, then go and do it, pursue it, you know, like sign up to a course, you know, that's going to be the best, you know, 15 grand investment that you'll ever that you'll ever put yourself through because I'm telling you now you'll you most likely make that back anyway um yeah but it, and don't don't think you know if you're in your 30s or 40s it's too late never too late never yeah, too yeah, late too yeah so just just learn and even for makeup artists that are out there or hair hairstyles whatever that have been doing it for a long time keep learning I just went through so much online learning the last yeah. month a lot <laughs> I learned out yeah <laughs> All right, guys, I'll just cut to myself and um, I'll see you in the next podcast. We'll have another awesome creative. Otherwise, we'll just drag Susan back in <laughs> for a, a great podcast. So I hope you enjoyed it, got something inspirational out of it and just keep everything washing over you. See you guys. Bye. Bye.